Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. My idea for this show was to invite guests and get the conversation started, to take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. And we encourage our listeners to look within themselves to take decisive action to make a positive difference. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. I am your host, Bill Myers. And today we are, our topic for today is optimism today in a world in need of light with my guest, the president of Optimist International, Mr. Mark Weinshoff. It's a pleasure to be here, Bill. Thank you for thank you for being here, Mark. Um, so, so my my description for today's show, I just want to kind of get through this because um, it, it's a very interesting time in which we live. So, where is optimism today in a world so in need of light? We live at a time of great suffering and despair, a global pandemic political division, social distancing, and the absence of human touch and interaction, job loss and economic hardships, climate and environmental crises, injustices and inequality, the ever-increasing wealth gap, and the ever-present systemic racism and oppression. More than ever, optimism is needed. More than the cup being half full, optimism is needed. More than this too shall pass, optimism is needed. So what role does Optimist International or optimism have in harnessing the power of positive thinking and limitless possibilities to serve as an agent of hope in addressing the challenges we face today? in the 21st century. So my guest today, Mark Weinsoff, now I've got a little bit of bio, Mark, so I'm, I'm just hang in there, buddy, I'm, I'm coming. Mark Weinsoff was not always an optimist. The path to the presidency of Optimist International took him through careers in radio broadcasting, banking, business ownership, and technology management. While he encountered the optimist creed early on his path, He did not truly incorporate optimism into his life until 16 years after he joined the Northside Optimist Club of Santa Barbara. Mark grew up in the San Fernando Valley area of Los Angeles. After graduating high school, he moved to Goleta. Is that correct? Goleta. Okay. To attend the University of California, Santa Barbara. Mark joined the Northside Optimist Club of Santa Barbara in 1988. Several years later, he was exposed to the science of positive psychology while earning a master's degree at Pepperdine University. In 2004, he began applying the lessons he learned to his life and Optimist Clubs. As Mark, as president, Mark is focused on all Optimist Clubs becoming Optimist Clubs applying the five components of well-being scientifically proven by science, optimism, purpose, engagement, relationships, 
and accomplishment. Please help me welcome my special guest, Mark Weinshoff. Welcome again, Mark. Thank you, Bill. And this is an important discussion to have. I think one of the misconceptions of optimism is that we do think things are perfect and that there's a great world and there's nothing we need to do about it, but quite the opposite is true. While we are grateful for the glass being half full, we as optimists know that we have the power to create positive change. And so our work today is more important than ever in being an example for our communities, in uh, providing positive uh, efforts. And in fact, if the last 12 months have taught us nothing else, I hope it's taught us that we need to move from a me culture to a we culture. And I think this is where optimists can lead the way because, and this is what optimist clubs around the world uh, go about in their own communities is bringing people together in positive ways to create positive change in their community. Wow. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Mark. There is um, definitely a need and, and there's, there's always a need. Uh, so being able to, to identify and, and see where there's opportunity to address need, I think is so very, very important. I, I wanna share with you something before we get uh, into to more of this here. And that is, I went on to psychology today just because I'm, I'm a research hound and I thought, well, let me hear what somebody else, what, what the science says or what these folks are saying about optimism. So psychology today says, what is optimism? Winston Churchill once said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Research shows that on average, human beings are hardwired to be more optimistic than not. To many psychologists, optimism reflects the belief that the outcomes of events and experiences will generally be positive. Others contend that optimism is more than an explanatory style. It resides in the way people explain the causes of events. Optimists are likely to see the causes of failure or negative experiences as temporary rather than permanent, specific rather than global, and external rather than internal. Such a perspective enables optimists to more easily see the possibility of change. So I've got a few little kibbles and bits like that, Mark, but I, I just, I, I think that, you know, that's enough for, to see this conversation, you know, and to get us, get us in there. So, so, so talk to me about the, the, where Optimist International is and, and first explain to our audience, because I know what it is because I am a member and uh, third generation, so I'm proud to do that, but I don't want to steal your thunder, and I do think that it's important not to make the assumption that the audience immediately is familiar with Optimist International, so have at it. So Optimist International is a worldwide association of volunteers that believe that we have the power to create positive change in this world that by providing hope and positive vision, we can bring out the best in youth, our communities and ourselves. And what we're not is a group of Pollyannas who think this world is perfect. And we believe our actions make a difference. And you just described it in the science that you were just um, talking about. That's the difference between a pessimist and an optimist. When a pessimist is confronted with difficulty, 
their reaction is to give up and say, well, there's nothing I can do. I have to wait for this to get better. And you can see in a situation like we find ourselves in today with the pandemic and, and all the other things that we are faced with, that that kind of reaction will not get us anywhere. The optimist, on the other hand, knows that in the future, there will be better times ahead and that we have the power to help create that future. So we vision, we envision a better future and we work to make it happen. And that's what we do in our optimist clubs. And each optimist club does provide uh, those five benefits, the, the sources of well-being. You know, science has, has uh, been studying well-being for about 30 years now. In the, in the ancient history of psychology, uh, they were just concerned about curing mental illness. But about uh, 30 years ago, uh, uh, and we generally trace this back to a man named Martin Seligman, who is considered the founder of positive psychology, they started looking at mental well-being. And one of the things they found is that happiness is uh, short, can be short-lived. The happiness we get when we get what we want uh, is short-lived. So we live our lives pursuing happiness. I'll be happy when I get a new job. I'll be happy when I get a new car. And um, then when we get those things, that pleasure, that joy that we have is short-lived. And what optimism has, uh, what science has shown us is you can create your own happiness. And well-being is composed of more than just happiness. So it does need, mean we need meaning and purpose in our lives, which we get through our work with youth in our optimist clubs. Uh, it means we need engagement or flow activities or mindfulness activities. So taking time to just breathe and listen to what our senses are telling us and taking away the cares of the world and the inner dialogue we have in our brain at all times. These, we need those times in our lives and our youth activities do that. When we're engaged with youth, we uh, are not worried about the electric bill and that kind of thing. And then one of the greatest predictors of longevity is positive relationships in your life. And that's what Optimist Clubs do provide is a source of surrounding ourselves. In fact, I was on uh, a, a program the other day and I was asked, well, how do you sustain the happiness? You know, it's one thing to say, I'm, I have positive intent to create this change, but in the face of all the challenges that we do, how do you sustain it? And that's where surrounding ourselves with positive people gives us that energy because Optimism is contagious and we share it with each other, just as when you smile uh, with someone on the street, they'll smile back and they'll in turn share that smile with the next person they meet. And then uh, it's important for us to recognize the accomplishments that we have. So even in the face of all the challenges that we have, we can look back and say, well, where we are today is better than we were, say, 12 months ago or even 50 years ago. So these are the ways that we create a permanent sense of well-being and Optimist Clubs do this for our members. And it's also a way that we can share this with the community in positive ways. That's fantastic, you know, and, and that is, that is um, you know, it, it's so important, but you know, it's something that, you know, in my, uh, in, in my travels, I've, I've taken that, uh, the idea of optimism, the idea, I wanna, I wanna expand vocabulary slightly, uh, optimism, hope, faith. Um, I, I believe that it's that same power, that positive things are going to be okay. That is the foundation of, of every belief system on the planet, <laughs> you know, to believe in something 
that is be you know that is even bigger than ourselves and and that's why i thought it was very interesting when you said moving from me to we because there is a, a trust there is something inherently that happens so i i believe it's the same force that we we lean into we know that positive thinking and 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 that sort of thing is is improves our health we know that positive thinking in in the in the context of it heals even in a in a, a church context or whatever i'm also a minister so but so i like to expand that because i see it uh it applied everywhere but also i would add just as we know that you know that uh prayer without action is pretty meaningless i would argue also our our idea of optimism uh without action to to doing our coming together and committing ourselves to do whatever we can to make the world a better place to live in. So the part of the, the optimist mission statement that attracts me the most is uh, promoting optimism as, as a way of life. You know, so, so that really speaks to me very strongly because I don't think that it's, that it's, uh, that it's found just in just in youth, just in this, just in that, just in a club, just in, I think it's found in throughout your life. You know, you're looking for connection, connection, uh, real connection with people and a faith that we can make a difference uh, and improve the lives of, of others. So anyway, I'm, I'm a big fan, as you can tell, Mark. (laughs) And, and Bill, you have really hit on the power of optimism and that's, we, we should expand more on that. Um, and that is hope. Hope is the power. Hope is the thing that gives us the willpower to go on in the in face of adversity and also the way power to try different things. So when we try something that doesn't work, we don't give up. You know, Edison has had something like hundreds of attempts to create the light bulb. And he was asked, well, how could you go on in the face of so many failures? And he said, we didn't fail. We found hundreds of ways that didn't work until we found the one that did. And that's the power of optimism to know oh, we will be successful and to keep trying different things until we get there. Absolutely. Perseverance is the key, you know, to keep at it and, and know that you are one step closer. You're one step closer with every, with every failure. I, I, I kind of reject the idea of failure too, because it offers powerful education. So it's always a gain. It, you know, just as your example of Edison, I think it's a gain. Uh, we, we found out that doesn't work, but we're getting closer to identifying the thing that does work. So, so Mark, it's a pleasure having you here. We're going to take a break here in just a second. Uh, you are listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network with my guest today, the president of Optimus International, Mr. Mark Weinsoff. And we'll be back in just a moment. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, 
compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. Welcome back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. And today we are talking about optimism today in a world in need of hope. No, in need of light. Same thing. Um, so I'm here with Mark Weinsoff, president of Optimists International. Okay, so Mark, so talk to me about some of the ways and perhaps programs uh, that Optimists International is engaged in as ways to bring hope and light into this world. Well, our premier program is our World Oratorical Contest, which is going on right now and will culminate in a World Oratorical Champion. And it's an opportunity for students. Uh, under the age of 19 to focus on a topic uh, that uh, will be of relevance to society today. So for instance, this year's topic is healing the world with optimism and hearing voices of young adults, you know, teenagers essentially, um, talking about important things like this is such a, a wonder to behold. And really that in itself provides hope to somebody like me who's on the far side of uh, being young and but it also gives great hope for the future because we see a vision from our young people that is important to understand and the basics of this there's there's certain elements of this that are so important for us as a society and that are provided by this program number one this is a life-changing event for every participant whether they win or lose uh, just the creation of that speech and, and giving it in front of a group of people, uh, even virtually this year, uh, is so life-changing. And I can tell you that I have had maybe hundreds, at least tens of, of many people coming up to me, telling me what a difference participating in that contest has meant to them and changed their career path and, uh, and, and so forth. So that's a life-changing event for that child. And then it's also a changing event for us adults who get to hear these programs. And then of course, there's the scholarships, the college scholarships attached to the winners. And 
there are uh, $48, uh, $2,500 scholarships, and then uh, there's higher levels of scholarship as they progress through the program. So that's one program that we do. We also provide programs. Um, well, one current is uh, tomorrow, and I'll invite you to join us in our OptiForum, where we are going to have uh, the winners of our Music Makes People Happy program. So we've asked children uh, between the ages of 11 and 19 to submit videos, musical videos of how music makes them happy. And it's gonna be a spectacular program uh, where we'll play the winners and, and you'll get to hear a lot of youth activities. And essentially what we're doing is providing positive choices for youth in these troubled times. You know, there's so many negative choices for children out there when they come out of school and many of them uh, uh, have to fend for themselves, in, in, you know, for a few hours, and and there's a lot of opportunities to make negative choices, and we are all about providing positive choices for for them to participate in. And I we know when the positive choices are there, youth will take them, and they will benefit from them, just as those oratorical winners, the musical, um, the the fine musicians we've heard, uh, we will hear tomorrow in our program, and. and uh, so many other activities that we do in our programs. We do internet safety programs. We do uh, anti-bullying programs. We do food distribution programs, which uh, in, in these times of greater food insecurity in our nation um, is so important for us to be able to provide those kinds of um, help to our families who are struggling uh, more so than ever in these times. And these are some of the ways that we impact our communities with the idea that taking positive action creates positive change and benefits those families. And even that small benefit of doing an oratorical contest or receiving a meal uh, can change a, a child's life and help them get on the right path going forward. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. And I, I think that, you know, there, there's, there's, this, there's this piece to this that just uh, keeps standing out and it's connection. It's connection. I think that when we as human beings can make meaningful connection with another human being, I think that's when we discover our power is in service to another. I really do believe that because uh, I know for me, I've spent many years in, in the entertainment arena and I, you know, it, it's nice. It's nice to, I don't want to, to uh, by any means suggest otherwise, but it's nice to get your applause. It's nice to get your recognition and all that. But I know that for me also, the most gratifying thing, the most fulfilling thing for me is not my applause, but when I'm able to lift someone else up, and shine the spotlight on them. I can move to the back of the room at that point, but to see someone else truly come alive, you know, uh, and, and uh, for a room full of people to, to also discover, you know, this amazing thing, because I think that we all have uh, uh, great gifts to bring to the table um, in, in this life. It's not just, you know, the people singing and dancing and whatnot. I mean, if, it, yeah. you know, if, if there weren't the, the owners and the managers and the, the teachers and the instructors, none of that could exist. So mm -hmm. it, it, when I said connection, again, all of these things are interdependent on another piece, another piece, you know, no one man is an island. Um, and, and I just think that's very important. And when we discover that, when we're able to lift another person up again, I, I, I always hearken back to a old gospel hymn, um, 
if I can help somebody, if I can help somebody as they travel on, if I can cheer someone, uh, somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody when they're traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. That's a very powerful uh, idea. And I think that that resonates with me. So I have found great meaning, greater meaning in being able to lift up another. So I think that, uh, because let's face it, I mean, there are many, many times as we walk through our own individual lives that we may feel less than, or, you know, uh, or, um, you you know, we, we get so caught in our own narrative and that's the time, you know, and that leads to depression and, and some really significant psychological and emotional states that are not very healthy for us, but do believe that when we can step outside of that, that's the only way to, to get outside of that cloud that you're carrying is to step into somebody else's uh, sunlight for just a moment and to give of give, because then you realize that you do have worth. You do value someone appreciates you. Someone's looking to you, uh, looking up to you, looking at you with great admiration and is grateful that you are there. Even when you can't be grateful that you are there all on your own. Does that make sense, Mark? Oh, it is so true. And you have really gotten to the essence of, you know, it's so easy for us and we fool ourselves into thinking we're doing all these things for the youth to make their lives better. But what we fail to realize is that we feel better as well. We are getting something out of this. And so as we help the youth, and we know it's important for to make their lives better. So say we successfully coach a uh, or an oratorical contestant, and it really uh, changes, you know, they succeed brilliantly. Uh, we have that feeling of joy and well-being that comes from helping that youth get to that point. Uh, and it, it, there's a Jackie Robinson quote, and I won't get it exactly right, but he's, he says something along the lines of, a life should be judged by its impact on others. And that's what we do as optimists when we do this. And that's what makes us feel good. So we tell ourselves we're doing it for the kids, but we're really doing it for ourselves as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's very powerful. It's very powerful to uh, to be able to experience that joy and and all that. So I, I want I want to double back to to this competition because I want to make sure that we give ample oxygen to to promote that. So the the music makes people happy. Uh, competition the first. Music makes people happy uh, that Optimus International is doing. And that is connected to uh, the, what is it, International Week of Happiness? So in 2012, the United Nations declared March 20th to be the International Day of Happiness. Okay. And they have asked organizations around the world to do things to promote happiness in, in their communities. And this year provided extra challenges. We've done things uh, like we have happiness walls where we have people share uh, what they will do to promote happiness on that day. We've done so many other activities, but this year provided challenges because we were in isolation uh, in many cases or for the most part. Uh And so we came up with this idea for this year that how can we do this in a virtual world? And we asked the youth to share happiness through music. And to me, it's a brilliant idea seeing how it's unfolding and and the many entries we got uh, over 70 entries in our contest, and they're just wonderful to hear. And uh, I know you'll join us tomorrow, Bill, for for our presentation because it's just going to be magnificent. It gave these children 
something to do to build relationships because music itself, and you know this better than me, but music is a sharing of yourself with others and bringing people and building those relationships together. And it's so important in our lives and to have children doing that and, and the results we have is just so wonderful. And I think we will all be much happier tomorrow for hearing this. Yeah, yeah. And I am excited. I am excited that you reached out to me and asked me to to offer some something to to that event. I am so honored actually to to do that. And speaking about music, there's not much uh, of, a, of a happier conversation that I can have because music <laughs> truly uh, it has changed my life. I mean, it has allowed me to see the world. It has allowed me, literally, it has allowed me to uh, be in the presence of royalty, dignitaries, presidents of the United States. It has allowed me to experience many, many things that I could not have done had it not been through music. I believe that music sort of accompanies our life. I don't think that we truly realize how much music does accompany our life. I mean, in the grocery store, I mean, it's, it's surrounding us at all times. It's like this warm bath <laughs> that just wraps us. And I, I don't think we, we, we um, fully realize it until we're met with silence. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I think the nice thing about it too, is it, it's a way to reach a different group of children than we do with our oratorical contest. So not everybody's cut out to do public speaking. And sure. so some people are better able to express themselves through music. And we have other activities as well that do that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Music and and music is truly universal. I mean, so it 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 even you know in, unless you are multilingual, you know, in the in the oratorical piece of that. But music is something that that conveys great power and great emotion and and again connection. And that that that's the the core to that. You know, to, for me is connection. Um, I talk with many of my jazz. Uh, colleagues and, and mentors over the years. And, and, and I, I started to realize a mode of thinking that I just absolutely said was incorrect. And so it would be, you know, you ask them, what's this all about? And it's about the music, man. It's about the music. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really think so. It, it, music is the tool, but it's about making a connection a meaningful connection with the audience. So a musician does it via music, but a mechanic does it with a wrench. A doctor does it with a stethoscope. Do you, do you know what I mean? In other words, we bring value and comfort to that person because I know that that mechanic brings comfort to me when my car is jacked up. I know that that doctor brings comfort <laughs> to me when my body's jacked up. So so just as these, these things bring healing into our automobile, our car, our mental state, our music does that very same thing too. And, and so I think that it's about the connection and it's not about the style of music and it's not about how many notes you can play. It's always about how you find your voice through the music, because you can learn the scales and I've heard guys run scales all day long and I still haven't heard music <laughs> because they haven't found their yeah. voice. They're taking an exercise from the practice room and trying to bring it on to the stage or copping the Eddie Van Halen riff. But, you know, Eddie Van Halen's got his own thing. So I want to hear when you discover your own voice with the music, that's when it starts to happen. And, and I did have the, have the privilege of 
seeing some of the uh, a few snippets from some of the contestants that are going to be in the contest. And I think it's a wonderful example of what I was just saying of there are many of these young people who are finding their voice now. And that's exciting. It's very exciting, Mark. Mm-hmm. So yeah. kudos to Optimus International and, and this music competition, which is tomorrow. At it's at uh, e, uh, one o'clock Eastern time, uh, 10 o'clock Western time and noon central. I hope I have that right. No, it's 10 o'clock central. It's 8, 8. It's 10 o'clock central. I'm sorry. It's 10 o'clock central, which is 11 o'clock Eastern time and 8 a.m. Pacific. Okay. Okay. And it will be okay. live on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a break right now. You are listening to Bill Myers Inspires with my special guest, Mark Weinshoff, president of Optimus International. And we will be back in just a moment. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back and you're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers, and I'm here with my guest today, Mark Weinsoff, president of Optimist International. And so, so Mark, you want to try another stab at that time frame again? Just <laughs> want to make sure that we get it and drill it. And so people know. I was trying to convert from Pacific time, but uh, it, it starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time, 10, okay. p- 10 a.m. Central time, 9 Mountain time and 8 Pacific time. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. So, so Mark, I am, I'm very curious. So you have been in your bio, it said Mark was not always an optimist. So I want to start there because that's an interesting place when, when a discovery is made or uh, a choice is made. And so I just wanted to hear you sort of, cause you got it there for a reason. So I said, well, let me use that. And I want to, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think I had the optimistic mindset that you described earlier that 
uh, in the end, uh, I would be successful, you know, that, that uh, obstacles were temporary and that they didn't affect all aspects of my life and that I had the power to overcome them. But I didn't always act that way. I lost my father actually uh, 50 years ago on Sunday. Uh, so mm -hmm. I was a young, young uh, one. And I, I didn't take that in a positive way. You know, I, it was a difficult time for me as, and, and some other difficulties in my life growing up uh, that I didn't take the optimistic approach to resolving where I, where I could have realized that it was a choice I could make to make my life better. So it, at that time, as growing up, I I had the uh, the I took more of an attitude that these things were happening to me that I didn't have control over them. Someday I would. I always kind of looked at, oh, well, someday when I'm an adult, I'll be able to do better than this, you know. And um, so I wasn't living an optimistic life, but I always had that inner core of me saying, "You're better than this. This isn't you. Uh, you can do better than these things." And so as an adult, and then when I started to read the writings of Martin Seligman and the other positive psychology uh, scientists, um, I started to realize, oh, this is what is, uh, this is how I can change my being. And, and actually optimism is something that can be learned. The first book I read in this, in this regard, and it was after I'd been a member of an optimist club. So I, I was attracted to the title, but it was called Learned Optimism by uh, Martin Seligman. And what his argument there, and it's true, is that you can learn to be optimistic. So even if your general mindset takes you towards the pessimistic thinking uh, style, you can check yourself and you can find things. So you challenge your assumptions. A pessimist makes assumptions about uh, the negativity of their situation, like, um, uh, you know, you, you're... you're um, your spouse leaves you. And, and so you you can go into that. I'm a terrible person. It's going to affect my job. It's going to affect uh, everything else in my life. And there's nothing I can do about it. Or you can say, well, there was a, there were some mistakes that, you know, I made as a person or that, that we've encountered as a couple. It's only affecting this. My job is fine. I'm still a good employee and things like that. So you start to rethink these things that instead of telling yourself the negative things, you start analyzing, well, is this really true? And the dialogue that we have in our brain really does tend to be more critical of us than it should be. So we, the things we tell ourselves, and these are the things we believe is what we tell ourselves. And mm -hmm. we're, we tend to be more critical of ourselves than the outside world would see us. And so it's sometimes important to check those assumptions that we're telling ourselves, you know, uh, or, you know, somebody will say to me, you know, for instance, oh, you look good today. Well, in my head, I might be telling, well, they're just saying that to be nice. I don't really look that good. And, uh, and, and it's important to check that and say, well, maybe, maybe I do look good today. Maybe there's a certain reason, you know, maybe I do have a rose in my, you know, I'm, I'm a, a flush in my cheeks because I'm happy about something or whatever it is, or I just happen to choose the right clothes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so when we start checking those negative assumptions that we uh, tend to say to ourselves, um, then we can get on a path to closer to optimism. So I, I learned that as an adult. My kids were already in their teens when I was learning this. I wish I'd known. I would have been a better parent, I think. Uh, but we all do the best we can as parents. And that's that's how we all turn out. And the, the other part of it is, uh, once you start doing these things, and this is where mindfulness sometimes comes in, it's, it's important to take those moments to meditate during the day. I try and take a, a few minutes every day to meditate because just 
shutting off that internal dialogue in your brain is so important. And just listening to what your senses are telling you, you know, moment by moment by moment, as, as if your life depended on it without critical thinking. Sometimes that just is something you need to do to reset your brain. And doing that in the middle of the day, I find quite helpful. And so when I started doing things like that, and when I get up in the morning, I wake up with positive intent. So before I get out of bed, I think, what am I going to do today to make this world a better place? Well, I had an easy one today because I knew I was coming on this program. So I thought, maybe I'll say something today that will have a positive influence on some people. And that makes it a lot easier to get out of bed in the morning. And then at the at night, before I go to bed, I, I, I keep a gratitude journal. So I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And what that does is that helps you um, focus on positive things during the day. And the more you think, find things to be grateful for, the more you will see them. And so that's a great way to do it. And, and actually the science, I don't do this every day, I have to confess, um, because sometimes I'm just too tired. But uh, if you do it once a week, that's uh, almost as effective as doing it every day. So uh, if you can make a habit of doing that even once a week, that will help. So I started doing these practices to um, these are practical things. So optimism is one thing, you know, this, this belief that we, you know, things will get better and the, the world is a good place. That's a mindset, but you can do practical things in your daily living that bring that into action. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. I think that's really wonderful. So, so I want, I, and, and, and I, I agree with everything that you said. I do believe that, first of all, I think it's, pretty true that we are our worst enemy. We are, I mean, because no one can kick my butt like I can, Mark. I mean, <laughs> nobody. I, I know where all, where all the soft spots are and I go right to them, you know? So, so no, that is very powerful. And, and I do believe the meditation and, and uh, being able to sort of, and question those assumptions, all that, that's, that's fantastic. So I want to, I want to, so, so I'm, I'm very curious and I don't want to obsess on it, but you, you do have my attention because you mentioned that you lost your father early on. And I'm just curious about that idea and, uh, and how, because that you mentioned that. So I'm, I'm assuming that that was a trip that was, that tripped you up, that, that perpetuated some cycle of a thought process. And I would just like to, um, hear a little bit about that. And if I'm on to something, cause I, I don't want to just talk about the. You are. <laughs> I, haven't, I, as a, I haven't done too much work on this myself because uh, it's, it's so far in the past at this point, by the time I, I got to, but I'll tell you what my reaction was that shouldn't have, that I could have had a better experience with it if I had taken a different approach, but I chose to isolate myself. I was a teenager and all teenagers are self-absorbed. I, I, I was a young, te early teenager and uh, they're so self-absorbed and they think everything, the world revolves around me and everybody knows, you know, I didn't want people at school to know my father had died because then I'd be the guy who's, you know, they look at me and say, oh, that's the guy who's, whose father is dead, you know? And I, was, I felt like I was the only one. So I didn't encourage relationships. I didn't... Um, look for other people to help boost my spirits and things like that. So I dealt with everything internally by myself when we just already mentioned that the greatest power of optimism can come from relationships with other people. Humans are a social animal. And we that's been a uh, evolutionary thing that's helped us survive and thrive 
uh, in the world. And so uh, isolating myself made that never go away, that issue, you know, so I always carried that with me as I'm the poor me that I'm the kid without a father. I'm the only one here at this school that doesn't have a father. And, you know, every time something would happen, I'd say, oh, that's, I'm, you know, uh, it's a problem for me. And I think if I had processed it better with other people who supported me and things, I probably would have had a happier uh, approach and, and um, resolution to these things. And I didn't learn these skills until as an adult. And uh, it's good to learn. That's never too late. Let me tell you, for those of you who are, who are experiencing loss and grief and, and things, uh, uh, there are ways out and, and there are things you can do to um, bring light into your life. And, and that's what we're talking about. That's really the true power of optimism is there's no difficulty that's too difficult. We all encounter bad situations in our lives, but um, there's no situation that can't get better in time. You never get over a loss like that, but you do move forward. And, and moving forward in a positive way, rather than dwelling on the, 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 the bad part of it, is what makes us uh, grow and thrive. Yeah, well, I could have done that better when I was younger. <laughs> no, 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 and that's fantastic. And and I'm glad I'm glad that we we took a moment to 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 look at that because we are living at a time where there is there's tremendous loss, um, and and there are people who don't have their father right now. So I think that your testimony is very valuable. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that because that's I know it's not the most comfortable place to be, but I think that it has great value. Because it's important that we must know one of the things that's so wonderful uh, about life is is knowing that we're not alone. Mm -hmm. That there are exactly. other people who have experienced these things. And, and so I think sometimes just in the sharing, because I, as you were saying all that and said, you know, how if younger, you know, you would have processed it differently had you known these tricks, you know, these techniques and, and these, these thoughts. But the other part is, I would say, how many fathers did you have? And I only say that yeah. because how many mentors, how many people? Oh. I just recently, uh, as a uh, recently, had uh, had to lay to rest a woman that was my mother, a not my literal mother, but the person that was the closest to being that she was that figure, and uh, and so I was asked to to deliver the eulogy at her service. And that was one of the most difficult things. My mom is still around. My dad is still around. So even your, your sharing uh, that is helpful to me uh, because I've had the benefit of, and, and still do. And so I, um, but you know, there's. The well, I will tell you one thing, and that's what the optimist always does is finds the silver lining. Uh, my stepfather who entered the picture really is the person who made me the person I am today and really exemplified the, the idea of community service. He always got involved in more than just his work life and getting involved in the community, helping he coached kids in, in Little League and things like that because that was a sport I loved. He did that really for me. And, and so he coached the Little League, even though that wasn't his forte, but he always got involved in community service. And that example he set for me is what set me on the path to join an Optimist Club, just like you had the example for you uh, that brought you into the Optimist organization. That uh, was my stepfather who came into the picture for me that did that. And I'm so grateful for, for that. So everything happens in your life and we are the people we are today because of the past, whatever it is. And uh, we can make the best of it going forward from where we're at. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take another break real quick, but, uh, but thank you so much for sharing that because that's what I think people need to hear. I think that people need to know that they're not alone and there's someone yes. there who can understand. And the quicker we understand that, as you had stated, if you had known that a little earlier, you know what I mean? And opened up as opposed to sort of, you know, uh, sort of clamming shut and, and, and sitting with that yourself. Yeah. That would have, that would have, would have, uh, would have moved a little bit more swiftly. So you're listening to Bill Myers inspires. And, uh, today we are here with my guest, Mark Weinsoff, president of Optimist International. We'll be back in just a minute. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives from our health to political unrest the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers, with my guest today, Mark Weinsoff, president of Optimist International. And so, Mark, this has been a great conversation. And you, as you can see the time, we're just like, <laughs> there we go. So I want to... Um, give you a moment to share anything that you want to share and then we'll 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 find a way to wrap this but sometimes i think that's valuable too is there's something in the conversation that either spurs something that you go okay i want to i want to say this and so if 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 you have something on your heart that you want to share right now have at it well let me start with hope uh, i think that is the power that we need in our lives uh, we all know the situations in this world today are not ideal, um, but with hope, we do, that gives us the power to go forward in positive ways and not give up and gives us the uh, inner strength to try different things and to understand that even our society's most difficult problems uh, can be solved. And some of them may not be solved in our lifetime. I, I think of some of the um, racial differences we have in our in our. Uh, world today and and even more coming forth as we speak and and what gives me hope is we're not seeing this as a problem of uh that we're, we are seeing more and more people get involved in the dialogue to solve these problems so 
white people may have used to view um, problems with civil rights as a black problem that they had to solve. But I think what we're seeing today, what gives me hope is so many more people are involved in the dialogue about how to go, improve our situation that that gives me hope that someday we will get to a point where uh, we can uh, get to a better place. And it's that kind of hope that should be prevalent in all aspects of our society. And we know with the vaccine coming forward, we have hope that this pandemic is gonna get behind us. And when we, when we just look at every problem, if we just go at it with the, with the idea that we can solve it, whatever it takes, we just have to keep putting forth the effort to do that and get build those relationships with each other that allow us to have the dialogues that are so important. Um, that will uh, give us help. And that's what our Optimist organization, my mission coming in as president of Optimist International was to change our organization from a service club organization to an optimistic organization. And I believe that will make us more powerful. And we are, we've always had optimism at the core, but we now show this in every way in our clubs. And that increases our power to create positive change in our communities and, and make some of these things happen. So this is what gives me hope in, in these times is that we are doing more together and, and this world is moving from a me culture to a we culture and we can be at the forefront of doing that. And I think that's what will bring us out of some of these most terrible situations that we find ourselves in. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Mark, I, I, you said something there, and, and I, I would I want to throw a challenge out to, to you and, and Optimus International and the idea of, you know, I think here's a thought, and I don't think it needs to wait until to be part of an oratorical contest or anything like that. I, I think it's, it, it's measure is far greater than a contest. But when you start talking about racial disparity in this country, um, I would be very interested in getting feedback, even 30 second clips from young people all over this country to speak to that and yeah. find a way to package that because they are, they are the future and they are, you know, what is out of the mouths of babes. And I believe that they see a world differently than we do as the adults in the room. And I think that they could shed some light on that topic. Um, and we may not have to wait 200 years to get it solved. How about that? I like that idea. I think uh, maybe we can do something with that. That would be fantastic. So, Mark, it's been a pleasure having you here today. I look forward to participating in the music competition tomorrow at 11 Eastern, 10 Central, 8 Pacific. There you go. Yes. Yes. Optimus International. Look it up. The international. What is it? Uh, music makes people happy. Correct. Excellent. It'll be on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live. Excellent. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great week. Thank you for spending your afternoon right here with us at Bill Myers Inspires. Remember, we're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Inspired Choices Network. Remember to take time this week to take a breath and look within yourself and figure out how you can make a positive difference in this world. Spread the word, and we'll see you here next Friday. Have a wonderful week.